0: You're listening to episode 232 of the Room to Grow podcast. stories that will change the way you look at the world and yourself so that we can learn from each other and grow with lots of self-love and compassion every step of the way. There's always more room to grow. Are you ready? Let's do this. Hey, hey, welcome back to the room to grow podcast. And today we're going to be talking about how to stop dehumanizing (laughs) your potential clients and to start treating people as people because we've gotten caught up in a world where The biggest discussions are about things like leads and conversions and followers. And I'm just really tired of, I don't know about you, but I'm really tired of the human element being taken out of business, especially online business. And it seems to me as though a lot of things have started turning into a numbers game. And that's never been how I've run my business. And yes, the numbers matter for sure. But when it starts to shift into a conversation about numbers, as opposed to a conversation about humans and connection and relationships, there's a bigger problem. So we're going to get into this more today. And first things first, I wanted to let you know, you guys are the very first ones to hear about this brand new course that I'm offering. It's kind of a mini course, um, but it is all about growing the shit out of your podcast and all organically without ads, because I wanted to share a couple things here. And and by the way, these strategies are things that can also be used uh, to increase blog traffic as well. Um, These are all strategies that don't just apply to podcasts. So if you are trying to grow a blog, if you have a video blog, even something like that, these are all things that can apply for those as well. So it's not exclusive to podcasts, but it is especially relevant for podcasts because I have grown this podcast. Sometimes I'm still surprised by this. <laughs> I'm the first one to admit. <laughs> I have grown this podcast from a little idea that started in a Google Doc to a listening experience that is, is now listened to in uh, over hundred countries around the world. I am regularly featured, uh, this podcast, I, I mean, is regularly featured on top 200 charts in mental health around the world. It still boggles my mind. I, I have people who will reach out to me from all these, these random countries that follow along this this podcast and tune in every week, and it just blows me away. And the one thing that I really want to stress here, I have never paid for a single ad for this podcast, ever. I have a small following, so-called, we're going to get into that more in a moment, <laughs> by anyone's standards. And yet this is what this podcast has grown into. And there are very specific tools and strategies I have used behind the scenes in order to make that happen. And I'm not special. I'm not, I'm not special in that way. These are all things that you can implement as well. And they're things that I don't see other people talking about because we'll hear about, you know, like run. Run ads, or do this, or do that, or like get that giant name guest on, or something, and then hope that you'll get some of their followers. No, 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 no. That's not how I do things, and that has never been how I have taught my students. That has never been how I have run things myself. And instead, I'm giving you all kinds of really specific tools and strategies that you can start implementing today to start seeing the growth for your podcast. So. It's called Grow the Shit Out of Your Podcast, <laughs> because we like things spicy around here. <laughs> and you can get all of the information from the show notes. The link is there, so you can just jump on over. Um, also, I'm not going to lie to you. <laughs> when I when my assistant saw this this course that I put together, I told her what I was going to sell it for, and she basically wanted to bonk me over the head because she said I should be charging about five times what I'm charging. So you need to go check this out because I'm giving away all my secrets (laughs) for this so that you can benefit as well because the biggest most important part about podcasting for me is the impact. The impact that you can have when you share your story and you're the only one who can Share your story in, in the exact way that you have experienced it with your lived life experiences. And somebody out there needs to hear that from you. And you have no idea the kind of impact that you can have. So I want you to be able to have that kind of impact and to have the reach that you deserve to have, which is why I'm giving you everything that I've learned in the past few years of podcasting and building up this podcast to where it is today. Okay. So go check it out. Grow the shit out of your podcast. <laughs> it's all over in the show notes. You can grab it. It's all hyperlinked there. You can just pop over to whatever app you're, you're looking at, you're, uh, you're listening to this episode in and all the information will be there for you. Okay. All right. So let's get into today's topic about really bringing the human back into business because I actually caught myself a few weeks ago. I I was I was speaking to a, a coaching client, and I referred to, um, I I used the terminology leads to refer to people who are opting in for uh, a a an email um, like an email opt-in, a, a lead magnet basically. And when someone gives you their email address, for you to then send them whatever you've promised to deliver, like a, a, a PDF or a video training or a course, whatever that is, those are in the online business world called leads. Those people that are signing up with you and giving you their email address are referred to as leads. Okay. I I'm not down with that lingo. Now, I've been in this business long enough that It's, it's kind of rubbed off of me. Like I I know what all of these things mean. And yes, I have used this terminology in conversation before, but I generally don't use it very often because it just feels kind of icky to me. I get it. I understand it thoroughly. I, I, I understand what all of those things mean, but I look at things through a slightly different lens. And as soon as I, as soon as the words came out of my mouth, for some reason, you know, I've said, I've said it before, I've said, I've referred to, um, to, to people as, as leads before, but not very often. It's, it's somewhat rare. And as soon as I said it, I, I realized immediately how much I hated that, because no matter how big you get in terms of business and revenue, whatever, I will always, always recognize that my students and clients, and even just people who happen to follow along my journey on Instagram, for example, they are human beings. They're humans. And the people who have helped me to get to where I am are humans. And ultimately, I am fully of the belief that in order to get anywhere in business or in life, we have to focus on relationships and connection. And one of the things you can actually reference a previous episode that I came out with about how a smaller audience is an advantage because it really is, you know, we'll, we'll hear about these trainings about, Oh, get uh, 10,000 Instagram followers in the next 30 days or something like that. First of all, that's bullshit. (laughs) Like the strategies that they're teaching often relate to various ways of buying followers in a lot of ways, um, which I am not down with and I have never done. But when you have a smaller audience, you can actually, I I don't even love using the term audience to be completely honest, but for the sake of of explanation here, I'm just going to use it. When you have a smaller audience, it actually can be a massive advantage because you don't have nearly as many people to respond to. You know, if if somebody has 10 million followers on Instagram, you can bet that it's going to be really fucking hard to keep up with that number of DMs. (laughs) Like seriously, just for, purely from a number standpoint, that is tough. Unless you have an entire team of people whose full-time jobs are nothing but managing your inbox, then sure, yeah, they might all get answered, but it's also not going to, it's, it's going to be a little bit more removed. It's not going to have as much of that human element, unless it is an exceptionally well done way of doing things. It, it could happen, I suppose, but it's much, much harder. Otherwise, it just feels much more removed. And when you have a smaller audience, you can go the extra mile. You can engage with people. You can ask them about their life or what they're struggling with in business. Whatever it is that you do, you can find out how you can help them solve a problem and you can just find out more about them as human beings. Like, Hey, what's your hobby? What are you into? What are your likes or dislikes? Do you like ice cream? <laughs> There's all kinds of things that we can do here. And listen, I'm the first one to admit that I am uh, both awkward and an introvert. I've done an entire podcast episode on that that I will also reference <laughs> because uh, a lot of people related to that one actually, but it's still not that hard to have a conversation. And this is the part that is missing. Like I've even heard of, and, and I've, I've been behind closed doors of, of um, events and stuff where large scale entrepreneurs even use the term units to refer to how many courses they sell. And again, I I get it, but that is not something that I can relate to because I would like to think anyway, no matter how so-called big I get, I don't think I would ever be comfortable referring to human beings who purchased my courses as units. That's not who I am and that that is not how I would ever want to show up and that's not how I would teach my clients to show up either. Businesses were built through connection and impact and, and solving problems, all of those things, it, that's, that's great, that's amazing, that's, that's what I teach too, like the, having an impact and solving problems for people, that's essentially the definition of being an entrepreneur is solving a problem for someone, Fantastic. Guess what? All of those things are done with human beings, not with faceless numbers behind a screen. These people, they're supporting you. They are paying your bills. Are you treating them as humans? Something that I'll remind my clients of often, especially if someone is feeling a little bit nervous about coming out with a particular story or just feeling kind of overwhelmed or no, maybe they're thinking, yeah, I know I should be showing up consistently, but I just don't feel like it today. Any of those types of things. The one thing that I always remind people of is think about that one person who needs to hear from you today. Sometimes we'll also, and I've, I've experienced this dozens of times, there will be this, this idea that comes into my head for something like a, a podcast episode or an Instagram post or whatever. And I think now that's stupid. Like, That's super random. Why would anybody else want to hear that? That's ridiculous. And when that thought enters my head, I have now trained myself to as often as possible to go ahead and post or or publish the thing anyway, because my way of thinking is that if it popped into my, my into my head, and it's something I'm thinking about, I guarantee you someone else is thinking about it too. And I can't tell you the number of times I have come out with those types of posts or episodes and, All kinds of people have been like, Oh my God, I thought it was just me. Or I was thinking the exact same thing, or I was having the exact same problem. And you never know until you're actually going to be willing to put it out there. And the motivation behind doing that is to think about that one person, that one human being who needs to hear that from you and from your unique voice and perspective. Treating people as humans is what will grow your business in the most solid way possible because you're creating this this incredible foundation of unshakable connections. And that's what you need to be focusing on first and foremost. Even things like like conversations in the DMs, something like that. Engagement on on Instagram. We hear about this a lot, you know, engage on on Instagram and and on social media and all that stuff. This is why posts that get more actual engagement and saves, so that, you know, that, that little bookmark button on those Instagram posts, they do the best compared to just likes, because that's what you want more of. You want the engagement. You want human beings to be resonating with your post so deeply that then they click save on it to reference back to you later, or to maybe share in their own stories or something like that. But engagement is largely up to you. You give what you get and what you put into it. Even something as simple as people commenting on your posts, do you respond to them? And if you do respond to them, which you should be, ask them a question. Start an actual conversation with people because it goes a long way. That's the kind of shit that stands out in people's brains. That's the kind of thing that sets you apart from the crowd. That's, it, 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 it means more to people than you might ever even realize. You need to be responding to every comment, every email, be the one to make the first move, even when it's uncomfortable. Think about how you would want to feel on the receiving end of reaching out to somebody or commenting on someone's post or something like that. How can you make someone's day with a few simple words? Other human beings are the only reason why you're able to do a job you love and build the business you've always wanted. Stop taking that and the people showing up for you for granted we have to stop treating people as followers or leads or units that's not i don't know about you but that is not why i went into business and that is not what motivates me to get up out of bed in the morning is how can i sell more units today that is absolutely that, that never even enters my head <laughs> but then i have moments where i kind of switch into business lingo so called And I will sometimes still refer to people as leads, but every time I do, it feels wrong to me. And this is why, because I never want to look at business through that lens. I always want to be hyper aware of the fact that every single person I come into contact with is a connection, whether they ever buy from me or not. That's actually somewhat irrelevant to me in a lot of ways. I would just rather that if someone comes into my realm and I have an interaction with them, that hopefully it's a positive one. That's, that's my hope because I just always want to be focused more on the connection and the relationship. And the other thing that I want you to remember here as well. People are always coming into our sphere and we need to make it really easy for them to get to know who we are and what we do, because that is also going to go a really long way towards building the connection and the relationship. People, new people are always coming into our sphere, even if it feels as though your uh, number of people on, on Instagram that are following you always stays the same. We all have this. We're like, someone follows and then some follows and then someone follows and some follows. There are always new people coming in and we have to make sure that we are making it really simple for people to get to know us because that is what is going to encourage people to stick around and to build a relationship with us. So some ways to do this are things like on on your website, for example, you can do things like featured episodes. So, this podcast, uh, at time of publishing right now, this is episode 232. <laughs> I've done a lot of episodes for this podcast. So on my website, I have a featured episodes section because I'm very aware that whenever I go to someone's podcast where they have hundreds of episodes, I don't even know where to start. I have no idea where to start, especially if, if the person or people doing the podcast are totally new to me. I don't even know where to begin So you want to make it really simple for people because otherwise it's easy to lose that connection and that relationship before it ever even starts. Okay. So if you can add something like a featured episode section or whether if you do videos or you do blog posts, make it really easy for people to figure out sort of where to begin. Take them on a journey. Let them get to know you a little bit through some of these, maybe they're just more popular um, episodes or blog posts, or maybe they're ones that you got a ton of feedback on or that people really resonated with the most, Um, things that are really relevant to getting to know you and your business and what you do in some way. Those are the kinds of things that you want to be thinking about, but all of these are going to lead to these people being able to get to know you a little better. If, if you go to my website, you'll see that one of the episodes that I have in the featured episodes section is episode 117. Uh, it's the nine-year affair episode, Lessons in Infidelity. It's all about the ending of my last uh, long-term relationship and the, the nine-year affair <laughs> that I found out about in that relationship, all these things. And yeah, it, it, I mean, let's just be real. It, it's a dramatic, juicy story, but that's not why I feature it. That is absolutely not why I feature it. It's also my most downloaded episode. Also not why I feature it. None of those things were relevant for me featuring that particular episode. The reason why I feature it is because it it provides people with a better understanding of who I am. And it's something that I pulled. It's a, It's an experience that I've pulled so many lessons from that I then continue to pull from and to to share and not even directly about infidelity, just ways that that situation matured me and forced me to grow and to up level. Those are the kinds of lessons that I'm talking about. And a lot of those things are rooted in that particular situation. So it's very relevant to anyone new who's coming into my sphere to get to know me a little bit. The other thing is as well is that it, it's also something that just gets referenced in passing a lot, like on on various other episodes for these reasons, because I pulled so many lessons from that particular experience. So it's really relevant for people to feel as though they know me a little bit better. It's also a very vulnerable episode, which can build connection. A little bit more vulnerable than I am maybe comfortable with (laughs) still, (laughs) but it is relevant. And I get so much feedback, so much really, really beautiful, positive feedback on that episode still like over a year later after releasing it. That's why I feature that particular episode. It is not because it's juicy. It's not because it's my most downloaded episode. It's because it's relevant to who I am and to my brand because it has shaped both me and my business in a lot of ways. And it's, it's one of the reasons why, you know, I travel a lot pandemic pending, all all of those things. So that's why I feature it. But these are the kinds of things that I want you to think about when it comes to featuring particular blog posts or videos or podcast episodes, whatever that looks like. But make sure that those types of things are also relevant to the person who's showing up for you as well. These These are all things to take under consideration when you're deciding which ones to come forward with and which ones to really place front and center where it's super easy for people to notice it and to dive in so that they can get to know you and start to build a relationship with you before you ever even have a conversation with them. Put your content to work for you. This is a lot of what I cover in the grow the shit out of your podcast course as well, because this is what is going to, you, you can put your content to work for you while you sleep. Seriously. We hear about passive income all the time and whatever, but where do you think those, those people, those human beings are coming in from? They have to come in somehow and you're putting all of this effort into creating your content. So you need it to be working for you because otherwise it's not a very efficient way of doing things. You can come out with hundreds of episodes or hundreds of blog posts or whatever. If no one ever reads it, then you're not having the kind of impact that you need to be having in the world, nor is your business going to grow. So this is why I have created this course to give you all of these tools and strategies that you can start implementing to make your content go to work for you. So that you're not just creating content for the sake of creating content. You want it to be out in the world having the kind of impact that is ultimately the reason why you went into business. So go check this course out. Honestly, it's it's a ridiculously low price. (laughs) ridiculously low price. And I think you're going to get so much out of it. I absolutely jam packed this course and I've never created content that flowed out of me so easily. It, it, that was how I knew that I was just in a really good headspace. And I was like, this, this is, I want to give them every single thing I know here. And it's all within this course. So go check it out. It's over in the show notes. Or you can go over to runetogrowpodcast.com. All the information will be over there as well. But ultimately, what I want to wrap up with is to just remember that the people who are coming into your sphere, the, the people that you want to serve, the people who are showing up for you, they're humans. They are people, okay? And language really matters. So I want you to be very conscious of the language that you're using when you are referring to these human beings that are showing up for you and buying from you and that you want to buy from you. Because ultimately it's about the relationship and establishing really powerful, genuine connections. And that's pretty hard to do when you're just referring to people as leads or units and just numbers or followers or whatever. They're human beings. Okay. So we can go back to an old saying that hopefully your, your mother taught me the, taught you the same way mine taught me, which is treat others the way you want to be treated too. Do you want to be treated as a so-called unit? I doubt it. I sure wouldn't want to be. So treat people as human beings and watch the massive impact that that will have on your business. Okay. Thank you so much for listening. We'll talk to you soon. Be sure to tag me on Instagram over at Emily Goff Coach so that I can thank you in real time for listening and connect with you. We're back every Tuesday and Thursday with brand new episodes, and I'm looking forward to growing with you.